Boom, 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 boom. Some of the useless. Some of the useless. Some of the useless podcasts. Some of the useless. Some of the useless. Some of the useless podcasts. Some of the useless podcasts. With Richard Wigan. With Richard Wigan. Some other useless podcaster, when you hear this song, you know the what year you're in. Hello. I am Richard Wigan, and welcome to some other useless podcast. That's the best rendition I can think of to do an 80s cover, because it's 2020-something, and the stage is set for actor-slash-comedian Jeff Garland to stand right up on the stage in front of everybody, and completely trash a show he is featured on. The Goldbergs. So that's obviously today's topic. is something that's been in the news for a while now. And I've kind of waited for the information to come in. I knew right from the start of it I wasn't going to defend him. I don't have any reason to. Um, and it doesn't really call for that. Uh, as many times you, you hear different accusations that or allegations towards actors or filmmakers or what have you, the most instant response from them is they deny that it happened. Um, they, they lie, you know, because if they, once they, the first time they deny it, and then as more and more information keeps coming in, we find out how much of a big lie it truly is. And so once you wait for everything to come in, you, you start trying to narrow down what your angle is going to be, what your opinion is going to be. And when I first heard about this, I was kind of more intrigued, not really knowing a whole lot about Jeff Garland. Um, I know that he's from Kirby Enthusiasm. I've seen s- some episodes of that. Um, I, I, I'm more familiar with his work on the Goldbergs. And he's not somebody that I started watching the Goldbergs for. This is very important because it's going to go into exactly what I'm talking about today, of why I could care less about Jeff Garland leaving the Goldbergs, because when they first announced it, they were up in the air about it. Um, An interview in Vanity Fair, um, he is basically saying how he hasn't been fired from the Goldbergs. Is actually kind of a callback to when he would, like I said, stand up on stage in front of, in front of a group of people in Los Angeles and trash the Goldbergs. And he would joke that, that he, he would say different things. He'd say vulgar things about the Goldbergs. How, of what he, you know, what he would have had to have done to get a job like that because all he does is sit in a chair all day. Sit in his tidy whities in his chair all day. And that's what the part kind of calls for if you've ever seen the show we actually my family and i actually do watch the show and we have for many of the episodes ever since it started i know that i've watched it ever since the show first started and what intrigued us about the show is it, it you know it takes place in the 80s my mom always loves shows about the 80s it's full of movie references um it had george siegel on it which i thought was unique i would have loved seeing george siegel again i've been a fan of his um from just shoot me days, um, like I said in, in an episode where I was talking about him, David Spade actually did get to pop up on the Goldbergs as a character. So they kind of had like a mini reunion, 
it's 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 nice when you see things like that when you're a fan of one show and then that actor goes on to do another show and they actually think to do like a mini reunion of a show that not a whole lot of people would you know really have to really put their minds to remember of you know just shoot me because every show kind of goes through its troubles they start off with moderate success gradually get better and then by the end of it it gets tired out so if anybody's ever heard of the show just shoot me it was a fun sitcom with george siegel so seeing him on the goldbergs every week which he was in a lot of the shows was a treat and he worked well with the main cast member on the show that plays adam goldberg adam f goldberg of which the show the goldbergs is based off of there already is another adam goldberg as the show does point out and joke about there's an actor in in the industry named adam goldberg uh who has a very memorable appearance on friends as a potential roommate that comes in for chandler's uh, for the character of chandler um and he's still on another show he's he's on like one of the ncis's or he's on one of those shows I forget what it is but he still you know still actively works that's that adam goldberg adam f goldberg is someone who created a show that got canceled called breaking in which starred christian slater but he, had, he found more success with a show that was more centered around his life. As a boy, he would film movies, short movies. And he has collected all this stuff from years ago. And that was his signature of the show. Every show would end with showing either a recreation of what they did. Like you, you, They would have a scene in the show. And at the end, they would show um, a throwback. Kind of like the ultimate throwback to where that scene came from. And it was also really cool because a lot of the actors in it are playing characters that are based off real people. And if the people are still alive, you get to meet the counterparts. They're sitting next to each other. They're the coach, teachers, principals. Different kinds of characters that have gone throughout the years are based off people. And even sometimes they actually have them in the show. So... The show had a lot going for it in terms of keeping your interest. If you know you pick one thing I like about it, um, and then you know Wendy McClendon Covey added to it. As I'm a fan of hers from Reno 911, I just thought it was really cool that she was on a show every week, and I thought that she brought something to the show that just made it seem like the show had been on for years. And you like that kind of camaraderie uh, amongst the cast. You didn't have a really you. From what you see, you don't think that there is a problem. And the characters is like Barry Goldberg. He's a real person. The sister on the show is actually based off a brother. You know, we find this stuff out. I remember during one of the seasons, they just took a half hour just to show the behind the scenes of the Goldbergs. Maybe to catch up people on what the Goldbergs actually was. Sometimes, when I never particularly likes a show, they'll push it more than others. I think the Goldbergs had gone around from different kinds of time frames. At one time, I think they were after Modern Family. They, they were around the same time as Modern Family and The Middle, and Blackish hadn't started yet. Um, this is 2013. Blackish would have started shortly after that. Um, so you have a lot of family shows on TV all at once. And then there's the narrator, Patton Oswalt. Every show has to have a narrator. Every show has to have be have it like it's a kind of a documentary kind of style show. There's different kinds of these shows start looking alike 
you know, when you watch these series back-to-back, you're like, you're watching the middle with a narration by Patricia Heaton. The Goldbergs, the narration with Patton Oswalt. Um, Modern Family is shot like a documentary for some reason. Never really fully explained it. Blackish is a narration. Sometimes this helps. Sometimes, you know, if the narrator is funny, it can keep things flowing. I'm very impressed with how Anthony Anderson does the show. I'm very impressed with how Patton Oswalt, I think he... Patton Oswalt is like his... He's like everywhere. His voice is everywhere. He's everywhere. Uh, he's a voice of different characters on other networks. Um, he's in shows. Um, as himself. as uh, In live action shows. You know, Patricia Heaton narrated in the middle for some reason. I never really knew why. It, it wasn't always that funny when she would... It didn't, it didn't need to be, really. But anyways... I'm going to take a sidebar for that. But the Goldbergs was an interesting show. And, you know, Jeff Garland's on the show. And I never really thought about it until this, obviously, has come about. How much I could care less about Jeff Garland being on the show. Because he, he's just... You have, we have favorite actors. We have favorite actresses. We collect... I, I collect movies. We go to movies... For certain actors. And then sometimes there's, there's characters. Or there's people that are just there. Like You, you kind of like them. You don't, you don't really have like an opinion. I guess that's, that's what I should say. Never thought I'd ever have an opinion. Of Jeff Garland. He was just like there. You know, I'm not collecting Jeff Garland stuff. I don't have all the creepy enthusiasms. If I did. It, it would be because I collect Larry David stuff. And I'm even behind on that. Throughout the years, we've seen some stuff with Jeff Garland. Like, I, off the top of my head, I can think of, you know, of all the characters that he played. Always had, like, an attitude. He's always immediately aggressive. He's, he's loud. He is loud. I don't hear a lot of people talk about the show. I only remember certain instances on my Facebook feed when somebody would bring up the Goldbergs. They would bring up how obnoxious they, that the, they thought the show was because they couldn't stand... Um, Adam's voice, so they couldn't stand the, the father's voice, I think, is what, which would be Jeff Garland. When you think about it, you know, his, his lines and his delivery, I think he had to be in the right mood. You know, he, he's mostly calling his, his kids morons. And that's, like, the joke. That's, like, his thing in every show. But every once in a while, you know, they're off doing their own storylines, and if he's not heavily involved, because throughout the rest of this uh, past couple of years, they have admitted that he hasn't been in so many scenes. So they have kind of taken him out of the storylines. But early on, they, they, they kind of had that kind of character. He he wasn't really heavily involved. When you had George Siegel on, because he is the father-in-law, uh, Jeff Garland is the father-in-law, you had that dynamic. So when he's sitting there in the chair... He has somebody to talk to, and the dynamic change. They they brought in, they bring in David Koechner, who coincidentally has recently been arrested for a DUI. Um, so who knows if well, what his future is going to hold for acting roles? But he would pop up on the Goldbergs. He became the other person that. <laughs> here's how the show works. He's brought in as another friend for Jeff Gardner to talk to, but he's actually the father of a character who's no longer on the show anymore who went off to have her own spinoff, and that show got cancelled, and now you see that girl every once in a while. But now we see the father. Every once in a while, he talks to Cedric Yarbrough from Reno 911. 
So, they did what they could to keep him on the show. And, but here's here's where it gets into tricky, a tricky uh, part of the show. Because I, I just can't say, oh, I wish they would get rid of him. You know, like, before this would come up, oh, I wish they would get rid of Jeff, Jeff Garland. The character either has to be replaced by somebody else. You cannot kill off this character. It's based off Adam F. Goldberg's life. His mother's still alive. Beverly. His father passed away in 2008. It would have been five years later that the show The Goldbergs would start. And you look at pictures of Murray Goldberg, that's who Jeff Gordon plays, or played, sorry, does not look anything like him. Now, Wendy McLennan Covey isn't like a dead ringer for the mom, but she does kind of like embody, like she has the hair and she can kind of like embody certain, like, she can give like the essence that she's there, I guess. But she's not 100% a look-alike. As we talked about another show, it doesn't really matter if the characters look alike anymore, right? So throughout the years, we never really saw a lot of Jeff Garland stuff. I remember him on Rest of Development. He's, he's, he's just an added character, like the daughter's on, walking on the set, and she just um, makes it look like that she is a movie producer. All of a sudden, she's getting all these movie deals. So he's kind of like written in the show, like a side thing, just to have him there. And then I remember him on Everybody Loves Raymond. He uh, watches Peter Boyle steal a grape. And then he says, hey, you stole this, and Peter Boyle denies it, and they have a whole thing. Again, he's aggressive. His humor worked aggressively. I think that's why he works best on Kirby Enthusiasm, which I think that Jeff Garland would agree, because he goes up to, on the stage and trashes the Goldbergs. Like, he, he, he gets... He, he likes the fact that the show is wholesome, and it does have this family-friendly, some parts of it, family-friendly nature to it. That's not him, though. He likes the comedy styles of Kirby Enthusiasm. With all this cancel culture, which I hate that phrase, we'll talk about it in another episode, he hates it. He, he, he hates it. He's one of those comics that actually hates because he, he doesn't like being told... <laughs> he's an actor. But he, like, he doesn't like being told what to do. He doesn't like being told how to act. And I guess on the set, as I'm reading more and more about this stuff, as the guy becomes even more and more hard... To, like I said, I never would, would defend him. But he is becoming harder and harder to kind of get in my mind of the kind of behavior that he was on the set. It's kind of like when you're on a, when I, when you're on a show and you notice how the crew is reacting to everybody, you like to think that everybody's having a good time. You know, whatever they put out there. A, a great... Another example is Patricia, another Patricia Eaton show with Kelsey Grammer. Uh, back to you. That show had problems. People knew it. People knew that there was on set that their personalities clashed. Watching the Goldbergs, we don't really know. For one thing, I kind of thought I can't believe Jeff, Gar Jeff Garland's still on this show. That's kind of what I was thinking in the back of my head, but I never really said it out loud because I never thought I have to. Um, I was talking to my mom about this of how I think that as much as it wasn't just that he was pushed out of storylines. Every other character is more interesting than him. The boy, the main Adam Goldberg, he has scenes in school, he has um, 
he used to have scenes with his grandfather, which is George Siegel, who passed away. Now he's with Judd Hirsch, who's actually the father of Jeff Garland's character. So now they got to weave him into more shows, but they, they could probably care less about where the direction of the show is going because the show should be ending soon. You know, to the, all this, nine seasons of the show, almost racking up 200 episodes. They don't know if it's going to come back or not. This isn't going to help the situation. So as more and more things keep coming out, he's not coming back now. And they don't, they're not officially... I, I see all these articles go back and forth. He hasn't been officially... You know, they, they don't say fired. They, 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 they want to make it probably look like that he mutually did it. Because he has not denied any of this stuff. That means, that's what sets him apart from all the other people that get accused of stuff. He's basically saying he's not going to change. And that kind of that kind of made them think, okay, well we gotta do something. We gotta get him off this show. So they they're gonna have him off the show. And for whatever reason they had like a short order of episodes and then they ordered more. And now like the last two are gonna be done without him, but they're gonna use takes, alternate takes from other episodes, dialogue from other shows that's already been done. They're gonna use a stand in. I guess apparently they, they've used a stand-in before for, like, promo shots or something. They have used a stand-in putting uh, his head on somebody else's body. They, they've done this before. So now when these episodes come up, I kind of got to look at this stuff more carefully. You know, can it easily be done? But you can't kill off this character yet because he dies in 2008. The show is in, set in the 80s. They should be heading towards the 90s soon, but the, the father's still around. So Jeff Garland is like, like I said, I, I can't, I'm not on his side, obviously. And the, the things you read about him, the, the behavior that he, how he behaved, I, I wouldn't even, it's, it's, it's inexcusable of why he would think that any of the stuff he was doing was funny. There's that. He thinks he's funny. He thinks he's being, I guess I could say cute, because that is kind of what he's trying to get away with, kind of being charming and kind of thinks that everything he does is done in a manner that he can get away with it. So the things that have gone on on the set that I that I read about, I I can't for my for the life of me I cannot understand why he would think that's okay to act like that around people. It's almost like he wanted to get fired from the show. Um, maybe he did. Maybe he does. Now he is, but not, they're not using, some are using the words, some aren't. I never thought I just had to have an opinion of Jeff Garland, but I, I could care less about him being on the show. I think they kind of wrote themselves into a pickle of, you know, but they can easily kind of get out of it. Not easily, but it's going to be difficult from the start as, as long as they just, I don't know, you have a family and the father hasn't passed away yet. Um, the show is about the family. How do you veer off from that? Well, you kind of cut away from him several times anyways. And I know that it was unfortunate that George Siegel passed. That has changed the show. Just thinking from the perspective of me watching the show, who I watch it for, what would happen if 
you know, when McLean Covey left the show, would I still watch the show? I think there's elements, there's elements like Troy Gentile, who plays Barry Goldberg. He's very interesting right from the get-go for us, because we found out that he was the boy from Dribbit Taylor. And we were just so mesmerized by that and his delivery. A lot of the characters are so unique to television. If you watch the show, you can understand that there's no other characters like the, sh the characters on the Goldbergs. Troy, Troy Gentile as Barry is unique, and Sean as Adam F. Goldberg is unique. Wendy brought something unique to a mother on a show. You don't see a lot of the grandparents on shows. You don't see a lot of real life incorporated so much like in your face real life. Like you would see the real people, like I said at the beginning of this. That's what made the show interesting. There was parts of it that now they don't do that. They, they stopped kind of doing the, the ending bits. But it was, a, it was it's still a fun show to watch, but I never watched it for Jeff Garland. And if he was like not in it, I wouldn't, that's, that's what I wanted to say. I, I, I wanted to say that sometimes when he's sit, even when he's sitting there in a the chair the whole time, sometimes he stands and walks around, and sometimes he has left the house to go to some, an, another location with the kids. He does kind of have impactful moments. But if they, if they didn't have those, you know, I don't know how, the, it, it goes back to how, Adam F. Goldberg has to think about, you know, did Jeff Garland do justice for his father? I don't, I don't really, I think, I want to say he probably didn't. I want to say that the way Jeff Garland comes in as the character, because that's the way it's written and that's the way it just is, he's replaceable. He, he is replaceable. And there, there could be other characters that could be replaceable in the show too, but... I just think that he is the more he's the more obvious one, which is strange because he's the father of Michelle. And and learning about him not liking the show, you know, just kind of helps me feel more confident in knowing that I could care less if he was on the show or not. You know, I when this thing first started, I didn't know how bad it was. I just I wanted to know more information about the people involved. Who was saying that? Who was saying he did this? Kind of like it was. Kind of like I was, I was going to kind of go in the direction of. Well, they're just trying to bring him down, and ever since George Siegel passed away, the show hasn't been, whatever, and because they they are they are losing some parts of what they did, but some are unfortunate things. Um, and nobody knows if the show's going to come back or not. You know, keep our eyes peeled for the um, stand-in. However, that's going to work. And that's, that, that's one of the other big upsets is that because of all this, because of using the dialogue that he's already already recorded and scenes he's already filmed and however they're going to piece this thing together, he's still going to get paid. So that's the you know problematic thing when people say, hey, we're going to try to take it down. We're going to try to take this guy down. He's like, oh, he's not going to be fully taken down yet because you know he's still going to get paid. But if the show comes back. I don't understand how they're going to write out the father. 
they're gonna it, it you have to think about how Adam F. Goldberg has to think about it because you know creatively I, I wouldn't know how to get out of this thing um, you have to just really build on the fact you'd have to move the kids out of the house and just I don't know always mention him he'd have to turn into a uh, character like you always hear there's a character in Will and Grace that you never like Stan Stanley Walker you never see him Maris on Fraser, you never see her. There's se there's several characters on shows, and he's just this might be the first where you're gonna have an actor who actually was on the show, but now he's gonna be referred to like he's still there because he can't die. They could probably change it. I mean they they did have George Siegel pass away, so obviously that is true to life because it, it you know ob it obviously would make sense. I don't know what year the grandfather passed away, but obviously because of what happened, they have to they have to write it in, have to explain it something. Because going back to what I was saying about how Jeff Garland wasn't very interesting as a character, um, when they went off to do their own storylines, the dynamic between all the other characters and them, the main people, was just better. Um, you have it with Adam's friends. You have Adam with his grandfather. You'd have Bev with her friends. You have the daughter when she was going to school. She was she left the house. It, the, the show did what it could do, and they they find the, themselves back to the beginning a little bit because you think on other shows when the kids grow up they get out of the house and you never see them again. Everybody on this show, minus Jeff Garland, was still on the show. And even if you have Erica Goldberg off someplace else, they still weaved her into the show. They still had scenes. They still needed each other. So they had plenty of opportunities to write off characters. But the way that the stories and the way the show had to be shown was to keep these characters as long as possible. Um, nobody was missing unless they had to. So now, not having the father there, I mean, it, it, it's going to be left up to Wendy anyways. Uh, she was the main... She could steal the scenes from Jeff even when he's there. Um, I, I don't know why. It, it's just... I never thought about it. and I never thought I had to think about it. That... I'd be talking about the father and the Goldbergs in a sense that he just was there. I, I, I always, like I said, I always thought that he always knew he was there a little too long. Didn't think the show was on too long. Just think, you know, how Jeff Garden thinks in real life. And, then, and I haven't heard anything from the other cast members. Um, it puts them in a very odd situation. Because he hasn't denied this stuff, said he wouldn't change, and because of it, he, he will no longer return to the Goldbergs. But he's still going to get paid until they find out some way to either cancel the show, which would actually some, somehow be the safer way, but you know, they can barely get it to the 10th season. They can make it to the 10th season and get to 200 episodes. They're, bar they're barely making it here.
They're already in syndication, so you can catch up on the Jeff Garland stuff if you want to see the stuff. And you can see what I'm talking about. You can you know, catch up the DVDs or whatever and see what we're, see what we're dealing with. But um, but yeah, I, I thought I thought it was a, a pretty clever show. And even, and I think, like I said, when um, Jeff Garland would have impactful moments, it almost made up for the fact that he was not in it very much. You know, he calling his kids morons all the time. He he'd somehow make it work. You know, he as soon as he would enter the room, you know, his signature of his character was that he took off his pants and he was in his underwear and sat there. In the chair. I mean, the character right from the get-go called for that. So, I don't know what Jeff Brown thought that he probably didn't think that the... He probably didn't think the show was going to be on for so long. And, you know, coming from a Kirby enthusiasm, which has gone on for a long time, stopped. Now back, it's still up in the air. So you can't really say, well, at least Jeff Garland still has Kirby enthusiasm. There's no word on that coming back yet. For a, 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 they have one out now, but no word on it come back for another new season. Okay, let's take a super short commercial break. Uh, many of you out there may or may not hear a commercial if you don't happen to hear one. This next transition is, I'm not going to lie, it's going to be a bit awkward. Until then, you'll hear from me in a minute. So yeah, I, I've been wanting to talk about that for a while. I want to talk about the Aaron Sorgan thing. I want to talk about Jeff Garland. Get it out there. I felt like these things were still relevant because once the Oscars come into play, they're going to start talking about Lucy movies all again. And then the Goldbergs just returned last week on TV. Probably the last of his shows, I think. I forget what number we're up to, but we should be getting into the ones where he is not on the show, but still on the show. So it's gonna be pretty interesting from a writer's standpoint. I would not. I I'd hate that. It 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 sounds like that would be my luck to have on a show that it would have one cast member that would upset the apple cart. But it ends up being a character that can't be written out just any old way. <laughs> it's very it's a very delicate situation. But the guy has changed his life anyways. Um, as I said before, the si the sister is actually a brother. So he has tweaked his life, but if I had an idea, and I thought of this today, I just, I don't know, he'd have to come back for another season to try this out. They, they, they can't, they don't have time to, to do it right now in this season. But here's what I would do. Because the show is so real versus um, fiction versus nonfiction, I would kind of... Because they had so many people on the show that were real, that played themselves. I would bring that idea back. I would start showing cl more clips of his real father. Start incorporating the real clips of the father in the show. I don't know what the, the occupation of the father was. Well, well he ran the uh, furniture store. You have to do it in a way without killing him off. I... I Maybe you do like a flash-forward situation where the last season, they're in the 80s and they're dealing with what they can do. 
then they kind of flash forward to like the older versions of themselves. And maybe at the first of it, it's kind of like a lost thing. You don't know what's going to happen to the end of it. You don't, you don't know that the, the characters that you're seeing in this other world is actually going to be them. They're reflecting back on... They're going to be watching old clips of the father and reflecting back on their father to remember how they remember him. And they would remember him if they want to pretend Jeff Garland didn't happen, which sounds like something that they are kind of forcing themselves into. If, if, if they wanted to go in this, in this direction, they could weave the real father into the show and eventually have the real Adam F. Goldberg be on the show. And maybe the show ends with him sitting by a projector or something. And he's watching mixed footage. Maybe it starts off with the cast of the Goldbergs TV show. And then it gradually, as the characters would grow older, they would actually start looking more and more like his real family. And that's how it ended the show. If, 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 they, if they don't get canceled and they need to come back for some reason. That's how it ends the show, because it's the, it would be the best way to wrap it up um, without, you know, you, you only have your memory. It, the, the show is about memories, so you'd have to, if you don't want to forget about Jeff Garland as Murray, you just have to play that in the back of your head like a memory. Of the show. It, it could be very complicated. It's a sitcom. It, it, it's a funny show. But there's, there's such a real heart to it. That you think it would want to come full circle. That's if they come back. For another season on their own terms. You know. If they because of this situation get cut short. Then maybe they're safer that way. Maybe coming back for another season. I mean the show tried to have a spinoff. The show tried to have a spinoff. That would take place in the near future. I don't know how many years ahead it was, but Troy Gentile would pop up as Barry, and he would look pretty much like he was in the show. So they didn't age too much of the characters, because I don't think that there's the time frame is maybe like five or six years, maybe. But still, we still need to get to 2008 somehow, if you want to be real with the passing of his father. Maybe now... You either do that idea, or you still do the, fl the flash forward to the funeral. And maybe that's the last of it. Is, um, because that you wouldn't say, oh yeah, they killed off Jeff Garland because of whatever. No, if the story pushed it to 2008, I think I get so many years up there. Pushed it to 2008, they could end it on the father's funeral. And that could be the setup of the show. That 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 could kind of undo their, their. It's not their mistake. It's 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 Jeff Garland completely, completely screwed it up for everybody else. But when you're looking at it through the lens of it's a TV show, you know, it's a job, it's a show. Writers show up to write the show. Filmmakers show up to piece the show together and and and, and put it out there each week. So. When you're thinking about how the stories are going to be told and then one person just tries to bring down the whole stage, you got to work with what you have. 
So they could, they, there's two directions they could go into, and they might, obviously in my ways, heavily focus on the father. And that would probably be the ultimate irony, is to focus on that to a character that didn't really get a whole lot of respect throughout the run of the show. But that was the character. So it's a very all-complicated all um, way to look at it. But that's just if they want to end it on their own terms. Just imagine they come back for another year. Like, very soon we'll find out if the show comes back. If the show comes back for a tenth season, a show either has to heavily focus on the kids and their lives and maybe go towards the rest of Adam's life, which is going to lead up to him becoming a writer and producer and everything. But if you, it depends on how many characters you want to ignore. You know, show could just open with, it's just going to be Adam's show. You know, maybe every once in a while his family will drop in, and then, yeah, 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 Dad's at home doing this and stuff, and Dad couldn't come, and you know, it. I don't know. It's going to run into whatever Adam, the real Adam F. Goldberg's life was, if this is true to life. You know, I don't think he looks at Jeff Garland and thinks of his father. You know. But I, I do think that there are some kinds maybe on the show he does kind of the way that they the way they would always play the show, like I said, it had heart to it, showing the clips at the end. You know you knew they had fun with that stuff. And you knew that it was amazing to me. I was like, gosh, this little boy filmed everything. I mean, you think about all the things you could film over the whole years, but they took these little clips and they would like make storylines out of whole episodes based off these clips and that's what made the show clever it really did and you know it just wasn't Jeff Garland's cup of tea and I think and and, and who's to say there might be people who who weren't who wished that they could see the Goldbergs but never did because of Jeff Garland was on the show he I mean I think he has that kind of part to him where because I uh like I was saying, all the movies that he had been in, he was in Daddy Daycare with Eddie Murphy. And it's like, we didn't watch Daddy Daycare because of Jeff Garland. And then guess what? That movie had a sequel called Daddy Day Camp. I just looked this stuff up. I forgot what it was called. I was going to say Daddy Daycare 2, but it actually was called Daddy Day Camp. And they get this guy that is supposed to look like Jeff Garland with Cuba Gooding Jr. Hey, Cuba Gooding Jr. gets a second mention. Two shows in a row. But yeah, that's what they did. And I looked up the guy that played him, and that guy has since then lost weight. Because the guy wasn't as heavy as Jeff Garland was uh, in Daddy Daycare. But it, it was just weird that that's what they... <laughs> they knew that that's, what, that that's the kind of look they wanted to have. They wanted to have Kimmy Garner Jr. And then when they had this guy that looked like a Jeff Garland knockoff. Which is a strange thing to have. Is that you could, we couldn't get Jeff Garland. Jeff, Jeff Garland said no. Uh, of course, Jeff Garland said no. His career went to another direction. He was in Wally. You know, he's in a Pixar movie. What's he in Wally? <laughs> he's this. He's this huge character that is Captain, who stays in a chair the whole time. <laughs> Somewhere I have his book. I never read. I think it's about him losing weight, because I want to say the front of it is him on a treadmill, I think. Uh, so it's about him, you know, changing his life. 
I was reading up on his take on um, his comedy shows. He never prepare. He never prepares. And he never wants to talk about the show. Except when he's talking about the show. And I guess one of these nights, it was a Q&A, and somebody asked him, you hate the show so much, why do you still do the show? And he said, Money! You, know, you can just imagine in his voice. His boisterous voice. The only credit I can give him when he's just being like because he, he, he himself has said this, you know, he's just a like a, a guy sitting there in the chair in his fatty whities for most of these shows. It's not a it's not something I can make up on my own. He he himself has an opinion of himself on the show. So anything I say can either enhance or dehance. But the one thing I can give him credit to is I was always I, I liked his voice. It was it was a different kind of a shouting voice because there's there's different kinds of times on shows. He has that face. Like he always looks like he's he's not happy. He's like always angry or something. And you look think about all the shows that are funny or serious. And Kelsey Grammer, I already mentioned, is another actor that a lot of the shows he yells and screams and gets mad, but he does it for the effect of comedy. And there's not a lot of people that can get away with that. Because if people get too mad, too angry, it really could make the show awkward. But Jeff Garnlin, when he shouts and gets angry and upset, is almost so laughable. And I think that was like the best part of his character. But that was all his character. You know, if you, if you really think about it, he was kind of like the same act every show. And he's a comedian who doesn't want to be tied down to what he can say and what he can't say. And I, I read all the things he said on the set. And I can't repeat any of this stuff. It's, it's just not in me right now to repeat what he said or how he acted. He had this different kind of take on comedy. He thought that he was funny. He thought that he could get away with this stuff right in front of everybody. And he's on a show as ABC, ABC Disney. And it's like, you know... I mean, I know how the other actors talk on the show too, but we're talking like vulgar, vulgar. Once the cameras stop rolling, you know, he just goes into this tangent... It was a really little disconcerting that I found out about it. Um, but it, made, it opened up my eyes to thinking that I never knew I'd have an opinion of Jeff Garland as the father of the Goldbergs. I never knew how he would act on the set. I, never, I just never thought that... I don't know. It, it just, it's, a, it's a different kind of person. You have different kind of personalities on every show. You read about the people that can't work well with each other. But you never think that somebody just immediately makes the environment hard. To, I haven't heard from the other people. I haven't heard from the other people. You don't know how hard he made this environment. I mean, Wendy McClendon Covey came from Reno 911. And I haven't heard her say, haven't ever heard her speak for him or against him. I just think that they are kind of like they got to keep it together so they still have a job because they, they might come back next season so yeah I want to talk about those things it's very rare that you have somebody that didn't deny it he does not deny it would not change he made those exact words he would not change 
and was just waiting until he reached an agreement with Sony that he would somehow have to step down. And he's no longer on the show, but he's going to be on the show in some other form. So yeah, that's it for right now. Uh, thank you for listening this week. Hopefully more interesting topics to talk about next week. I'll wait for a few days of things coming in. Sometime we need to still get to the worthwhile mentions where I can start talking about all the actors and actresses that I do like and appreciate. And we'll celebrate them this year, 2022. But I thank you for listening thus far. Thank you for listening to the Some Other Useless Podcast. If you haven't already subscribed, you can find us on Spotify, Anchor.fm, Breaker, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Bye, everybody. Catch you later. See ya.